When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, wishing you a very happy new year from all of us here at the IDP Show. And best of luck in your fantasy football championships. Recording this intro here during the Sunday slate of games, which will determine our fantasy football fate. So if you made it to the championship game, congrats on making it that far. And best of luck here as we finish out 2023 and finish out this fantasy football regular season. If you're one of those folks who has a week 18 championship, come back next week. We'll have you covered with all of our normal slate of content. But before we turn the page and move to 2024, which we'll do here soon enough, It's the perfect time in the fantasy football calendar to look back on the year that was and recognize those players who had outstanding campaigns for IDP. We do this episode every year. It is an annual tradition at this point, and we love reaching out to our friends from across the industry to get their choices for IDP MVP. So that's what we're going to be doing in this episode. You're going to hear over 20 selections for IDP MVP. And if you're listening to this, send us your selection at the IDP show on Twitter. Let us know who your pick is for IDP MVP. Now you can spin this a lot of different ways and you'll hear the analyst during their discussion of who they chose and why, point to different reasons for selecting or criteria for selecting their player. Sometimes it's just the player that performed the best that season. A lot of times it's guys that were drafted at value and vastly outperformed their ADP. And sometimes it's just uh, you have a soft spot for a player who maybe you planted a flag on and they came up big for you. What we're going to do here is we're going to go Pick by pick, we're going to hear from each analyst discussing their choice for IDP MVP and why they selected that player. So let's jump right in with two guys from Front Office Pros. Make sure y'all check out their channel on YouTube. They've been doing awesome IDP recaps and previews and uh, really loved working with these guys. It is Steve Falco and Joe Sheffield. Gentlemen, take it away. My IDP MVP for the 2023 season is none other than defensive end TJ Watt. And how could it be anybody else? He leads the league with 17 sacks. He's tied with the amount of QB hits, which is 33. He also has had four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, a fumble return for touchdown, an interception. The guy has done it all. And if you have him, then more than likely he was helping you win a ton of games For IDP, which we know is very inconsistent, he is probably one of the most consistent players out there. So he is my vote for MVP. My IDP MVP is going to be defensive tackle Justin Matibuke. And this guy has just been on an absolute tear this year. And he's my MVP because last year he only had five and a half sacks. 
this year. We're not even through the whole season yet. And he's got 12 sacks and he's had 13 tackles assisted, 36 solo, 31 quarterback hits at the defensive tackle position. The only guy that's kind of that's even in the same stratosphere as him is Chris Jones with 23. And he's had 11 tackles for loss, three hurries, and two forced fumbles as well. And I mean, where you where you drafted this guy, and the, you know what you had to spend to get him was very low, and he's been outperforming where you where you got him. All right, so there you go, T.J. Watt for Steve and Justin Matabike for Joe. Excellent choices. You're going to hear Matabike's name come up quite a bit in this episode. But let's move to the next selection here, and it comes from one of our own, Jeff Pomazal, the author of our Waiver Wire article, host of the IDP Minute. Jeff, who is your IDP MVP? We're here today to talk about our fantasy football defensive MVP for the season. And mine is a player who vastly outperformed expectations, was drafted as a player, not seen to have a significant role this season, but literally pushed many of the teams that he was on into and maybe even winning your championships this season. That player is none other than Robert Spillane, linebacker for the Las Vegas Raiders. Spillane has had 130 tackles on the season. He has four sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and three interceptions. So he's doing more than just getting stops in the tackle department. He is causing a lot of turnovers and big plays. So for those of you that play in splash play leagues, totally understand what I'm saying. Bobby Okereke right now is leading the linebackers with snaps with 1,028 on the season. Spillane has played 984 snaps. So he's literally only 40 snaps behind the leader. So playing a ton of snaps this season as well, never coming off the field. Of the linebackers that have played more than 820 snaps this season, Spillane ranks 13th in overall PFF grades as a defender. He is fourth in the rush defense. He is 13th in tackling efficiency and he's number one in pressure rate. Back in August, Spillane was being drafted as linebacker 61. He is currently linebacker eight in big three scoring. So Spillane is being drafted as a linebacker six, not the linebacker six, but linebacker six territory. And he's currently linebacker eight. He's definitely behind guys this season like Poya Luakan, Fred Warner, TJ Edwards, Quincy Williams, Bobby Wagner, Bobby Okereke. But all of those guys, they were drafted to be linebacker ones. Spillane is a linebacker one, but being drafted, the value is insane this season with Spillane. So for that reason, Robert Spillane is my defensive MVP for the 2023 football season. Got him in a ton of leagues, and he is a set it and forget it type player. He's just made a world of difference for a lot of teams this season. So thank you, Robert Spillane, for all you do. All right, so Big Bob Spillane there in Las Vegas, an excellent choice for Jeff going with the value route there. Uh, Next up is his partner in crime from the Start Sit live stream for the IDP show. It is the author of the article by the same name. You know him as Late Round DB on Twitter. It is Jake Colhagen. Jake, who did you select for your 2023 IDP MVP? Jake Colhagen here with my 2023 IDP MVP. As I look through the list uh, this year of players, one name simply stood out for me, and that was Daniil Hunter. He's dealt with injuries over the past few seasons, still showing us some flashes of brilliance over that time, but really this year, he was able to put a lot of that to bed, and really having Brian Flores as his defensive play caller didn't really hurt either. But when you look at Daniil Hunter, he was the 17th defensive lineman taken off the board in the IDP show best ball draft data. Now, as of this recording, he is the number two defensive lineman overall. 
while that is its own amazing value just there at, at the surface level, it goes beyond that. It's not just, did he have some huge weeks? Did he have some bus weeks? Through 15 games played, he's only experienced three games under 12 points, and none of those games were complete busts either. Additionally, he had four games over 30 points. So we're talking weak winning type performances, and that's just, just under half his games played. The other half, he averaged 17.4 points per game, and that's the type of consistency at an extremely high level that allows your team to compete week in and week out. He's a guy that you could plug into your lineups and you were setting him, but you certainly weren't forgetting him because every week he came through and delivered at such a high level for us. It was such consistency that sometimes we just don't always find at any IDP position. So to have that this year from someone you could have taken as the 17th overall defensive lineman, that, that's an absolute value in my opinion. So for me, it is easy. My IDP MVP is Daniil Hunter. And I want to give a shout out to Adam, Josh, and Bobby, as always, for the chance to talk ball with you guys. Thank you. All right, Daniil Hunter, an excellent choice. He has been outstanding this season. Really seeing him put it all together has been very fun to watch, especially if you had him on your IDP squads. Next up, we have Justin Varnes from Fantasy Points, and he is going to be talking about another edge rusher who outperformed expectations somehow yet again. Take it away, Justin. Man, this was a little bit hard for me. We had several different uh, MVP candidates in my mind. I'm sure some of you guys are going to cover these as well. Antoine Winfield, obviously defensive back. That would be a huge one I'm considering. I also really liked Zaire Franklin, somebody you could have gotten pretty late in drafts. And if you had guessed right on Shaq Leonard and went with Franklin, that's somebody who's going to come up big. He's going to be end up as a, as a top two or three linebacker. But I'm actually going to go with Max Crosby. And here's the reason why. There's, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, if you wanted Max Crosby, you had to go get him. You probably had to go a round or two, maybe even three or four rounds earlier than you wanted to, to make sure you got Max Crosby, which means he really had to show up for you. And show up he did. He is essentially the Travis Kelsey of edge rushers. And remember with edge rushers, it's different than linebackers and defensive backs. You usually have one or two guys or usually one guy who really just separates themselves from the pack and can make an impact not only in tackle-heavy leagues and balance leagues, obviously in big play leagues as well. And Max Crosby was the guy you were hoping would do that, and he did it. It's very rare that we get that same guy back-to-back. Most people, you know, invest heavily in the Aaron Donalds and whatnot, and then, you know, after Aaron Donald had 20 and a half sacks, and of course he's not going to be able to repeat that as amazing as he is. So you were somehow let down about him. That's not really the case here for Max Crosby. He had a phenomenal year. Not only did he just put up great numbers, but, and I think this is really the key, he was consistent. First of all, he got injured. He kept playing. He had he had some DNPs. We thought, oh, maybe he's going to sit out. He played every single game. The guy just would not quit, right? He had uh, 20 tackles for loss. He had 13 and a half sacks. And those sacks are nice and evenly spread out. There's only, I think, about four or five games where he didn't have at least a sack. And in those games, he usually had a couple of tackles. Put up some monster tackle numbers, too. Ten tackles, eight tackles, eight tackles, seven tackles, eight tackles, seven tackles, five tackles. So across the board, he's 
he's kind of checking every single box. And most importantly, it's not this hit or miss thing that we usually get from edge rushers. It's every single week, every single snap. Is he just never have to worry about that Max Crosby's not going to show up in the top 10 for edge rushers, and he did every single week. So for me, MVP goes to Max Crosby, the guy that just does not stop. You can't go wrong with Max Crosby, folks, no matter if it's your MVP selection or your top selection in your IDP-only drafts. Mad Max is an absolute stud. Next up, speaking of studs, we have Johnny, the Greek author of the Cornerback Corner article and the podcast of the same name. He has a little bit of an off-the-wall selection. We might call it a mouse-click pick. Johnny, who you got for IDP MVP? Greetings, fellas. It's Johnny the Greek of Johnny the Greek's Cornerback Corner. Just wanted to give you guys my IDP MVP for the season. I'm going to go with Mr. Zach Sealer, defensive tackle, Miami Dolphins. With two games left to go, he's sitting at 51 combined tackles, eight and a half sacks, 10 tackles for loss, 19 QB hits, two fumbles recovered, four passes defended, one interception, one touchdown. This is a guy that you could have gotten in redraft for the cost of a mouse click or the tap of your phone earlier this season. This is also a position of extreme positional scarcity. He makes a great defensive lineman as well in sleeper. Just had a contract extension if you made a move for him in Dynasty. We very seldom get defensive tackle waivers, right? So last year we got Grover Stewart, B.J. Hill, Justin Jones. That was about it. This year it's Danico Autry, Matabukaki, Christian Barmore, Harrison Phillips. So while we get exponentially more linebackers, safeties, even defensive ends as waiver wire guys in season, we rarely get that for defensive tackle. It's a position of scarcity to begin with. So if you guess wrong during your draft or if one of your guys suffers a season-ending injury, you're toast. Having a guy like Sealer around can give you a second chance at saving your season. So this year in Big 3 scoring, Zach Sealer is the fourth overall defensive tackle, 202 points with two games left. In my whole league scoring, he's the fifth overall defensive tackle, 214 points with two games left. He's averaging between 12 and 13 fantasy points per game, and anything double digits for a defensive tackle is absolutely incredible. He's also the lesser of many evils on that defensive line. He's not Bradley Chubb. He's not Christian Wilkins. He's not going to get double teamed nearly as much as those guys do. He's a league winner, defensive tackle one, that went undrafted in many redraft leagues and was just a decent defensive tackle two in Dynasty that is now shot up to a top five defensive tackle in many league formats with two games left to go. MVPs show up when you need them the most. Sealer helped many of us secure a playoff berth, and he's been well over projection for the entire duration of these playoffs. From weeks 12 to 16, prime time for the playoff push and playoffs to this point. He's had four and a half sacks, an interception, a touchdown, three passes defended, and four tackles for loss. That is as good as it gets for a guy who was an afterthought for many of us heading into this season. And with that three-year deal he just signed, he's also good to go in Dynasty until 2027. So things have just gone really well for Mr. Sealer this year. He has been an MVP in every sense of the phrase, and that is my pick for this season. Thanks, fellas, and happy holidays. 
Folks, where else are you going to hear Zach Sealer mentioned as one of the most valuable IDPs this season? Johnny, thanks so much for your insight, buddy. Let's move to the next analyst here, and we have Mace Riney of Fantasy Six Pack going to be talking about a name we've heard already who may end up the overall winner for IDP MVP based on the number of votes. Mace, who do you want to talk about? Hey, what's going on? Mace here, writer and ranker for Fantasy Six Pack, and I'm on the ECR Fantasy Pros. I am here to talk about my MVP of IDP for the 2023 season. Uh, a couple of names came to mind. Linebackers like Singleton or Warner from the Niners, Jesse Bates, Cameron Bynum, defensive backs, maybe even Montez Sweat. He had to deal with two teams, so put up decent numbers on either side. But there was one name that came to mind because when I was thinking about it, his ADP was like zero. I didn't see him really drafted at all. In the preseason, wasn't really a, a name until kind of the waivers had a hit and run through after a couple of weeks. And he really took off with the greatness this year, honestly, uh, especially from a interior defensive lineman position, talking about the 71st overall draft selection from the 2020 NFL draft. Justin Matabuke, defensive tackle for the Baltimore Ravens. This guy is in the last year of his rookie contract and he's really playing like he wants to get paid. All of his numbers are practically doubled from last year. He's just been on an upward trend, I guess, from the beginning. He didn't really get a lot of time at the start of his career, and he's really making the most of this final year he's had with a fairly decent defense that the Ravens have had this year. Just some highlights for him that I wrote down here, and all these are per PFF. He's participated in all 15 games at this point. That's 687 total snaps. He's had at least a pressure in every game. That means he's getting around the ball. He's staying active. He's putting himself in a position to get those managers points when they do start him on their roster. He had an 11-game sack streak, and I think one of those was a two-sack game. That is just insane production and stability. Yeah, like I said, his preseason ADP was really nowhere to be found. And his, he's had a fairly consistent tackling for it. He's not really roasted anyone, I think, except for maybe one or two weeks this year. So I want to give a shout out to Ravens defensive tackle, Justin Matabuke. That's my guy. Thanks, guys. All right, next up we have from Germany, one of our favorite friends that is an international, not just listener, but also content creator, host of the Mike's in Motion podcast, the only German IDP podcast. It is Tobias Stark. Toby, who do you have for us? It is a very worthy DB selection. Hi, guys. Toby here from Mike's in Motion, the only German IDP podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks for your great content all over the year. And now let's come to my IDP MVP selection for the 2023 season. My selection made 110 total tackles, five sacks, five force fumbles, four fumble recoveries, and three interceptions. So if you think about it, it would sound like a very good linebacker, but not maybe best linebacker because of his tackle baseline, but he's not a linebacker. His average draft position in Germany was 234 overall, and he was DB12 in our format. His name is Antoine Winfrey Jr. And he now, I think he's going to finish in the top 10. After week 17, he's now in number six. So yeah, that's my IDP MVP because normally you, you can't find a top 10 finish around uh, spot 200. So that's my choice. Thanks for having me. And I wish you a happy new year. Bye. All right. And speaking of international, one of our favorites from the very start gave us a retweet on our initial episode and helped launch this show to stardom. Tom Kisslingberry of Dynasty League Football going with another perhaps offbeat selection, showing some love to the interior defensive line. Tom, who do you have for us? Hi there. Tom Kisslingberry here. 
Thanks for inviting me on to come and talk about IDP MVPs. I've got a name. I, I struggled with this. I went back and forth and I looked at a bunch of different edge guys and I looked at a couple of defensive backs. But ultimately, what I want is someone who's distinguished from the other players around him in terms of their impact, who could have be had good value. So, you know, people like TJ Watt and even some of the other top guys at edge, they just don't do it because they're, they're all pretty similar. There's four or five edge guys who are all really similar. So if I pick one that doesn't feel fair, Linebacker is just volume, and again, there's four or five guys who've got all the volume and a decent efficiency, so they're all basically in the same place. There's a couple of defensive backs, but we know that every year those defensive backs are different. So picking a defensive back who happens to have a really good season just feels like chasing ambulances to me. So the player I'm going to go for is Derek Brown of the Carolina Panthers. Not, not a name who I expected to pick at all. Derek Brown has been amazing because he's racked up the tackles this year. Now, a lot of your leagues may just reward interior defensive linemen who get sacks, and that's basically it, and tackles don't count so much. Definitely, if you've got a league that doesn't score defensive tackles differently from other positions, it won't really make any difference. But if you've got a league where defensive linemen and interior linemen in particular are rewarded for getting in on plays and recording tackles, Derek Brown has been an absolute stud. So using PFF numbers, his total tackles this year are 93. 93. Nobody else has got more than 74. And third place is 62. Average for the whole of the top 36 at the position, sorted by tackles, is 46 and a half. So Derek Brown is, has got about twice as many tackles as the rest of the top 36 at his position. It's incredible. Now, it's not going to be scoring that well in every league. I totally understand that. But in certain leagues, Derek Brown is, is having that sort of impact that you just don't see coming. So last year it was Christian Wilkins. Derek Brown was drafted as a top, top pick by the Panthers, specifically to solve their run problems. Now, is he the best run defender in the NFL? No, but he's really good. And on a really bad Panthers defense, he's got in there and he's made himself count and he's put his name on the stat sheet whilst everything around him has fallen apart. So stand up, Derek Brown. You deserve a bit of respect this year. No one else is going to give you a lot of love. I'll be surprised if, if his name comes up anywhere else. And if they do today, then I'll be phoning that person up and saying, well done you. Derek Brown is an absolute stud in 2023. All right, so Derek Brown, Zach Sealer, Justin Matabike, we are giving the big guys in the middle a lot of love this episode, and you love to see it. Next up is Jason King, also from Dynasty League Football, chiming in with his selection. It's a linebacker you know very well if you've played IDP these last few years. Take it away, Jason. Happy New Year, everyone. This is Jason King of Dynasty League Football. And my IDP MVP for 2023 is, in fact, the top fantasy linebacker for three years running. It is Foyer Aluakin. I know this probably sounds like a cop-out given Aluakin's lofty draft status, but when you miss on your top draft picks, winning your league becomes an uphill battle. You need your studs to produce like studs, and Foyer did just that. He was the top-scoring off-ball linebacker in both total points and points per game, just as he was in 2021 and 2022. He's consistent and he's reliable. Just like with the NFL and fantasy, your best ability is your availability, and Foyer was always available, playing every game. In fact, he hasn't missed a regular season game since week three of the 2020 season. That reliability from a fantasy asset is rare indeed. Through 15 games, Aluakin finished as an LB1 nine times and as an LB2 three other times. So through 15 games, he's really only let us down for three weeks, and in those, he was still either an LB3 or an LB4. You could easily make the case for an edge rusher like TJ Watt or Miles Garrett here, 
but with the full migration of IDP to true position, the pool of edge rushers is deep, while the pool of linebackers who you can count on for full-time snaps has dwindled. I just can't get over how consistent this man is, finishing as the LB1 for three consecutive seasons and as an LB1 for four straight years. He leads the league in solo tackles and leads the NFL in combined tackles, now three years running. He is a Jag, but he's not just a guy. He's a Yale man, and he is your 2023 IDP MVP. He is Foyer Aluakin. That's right. There is no denying the brilliance of Foyer Aluakin, an excellent choice. And uh, thank you to Jason for that contribution. Let's move to the guru of IDP. It is John Norton of Football Guys chiming in with his selection, and we're going back to the DB backfield. Who do you got for us, John? Most seasons, it's pretty simple to pick your defensive player of the year for IDP leagues. There's normally one or two guys that are heads above the rest of the field in scoring. You take a look at those guys, make your choice. It narrows it down pretty good for you. I got a lot different situation this year in most formats in that there are about 10 to 12 players that are within a point per game of being at the top of the list. So we got a much tighter race, a lot more players involved. You could make an argument for any of eight or nine different guys pretty easily. Make a really strong argument for Foye Aluakon, who might be the most consistent fantasy stud on either side of the ball. You can make an argument for T.J. Watt based on all the heavily explosive games he gives us. At any given week, he can win a game for you. He belongs in the conversation as well. For my choice, I'm going to go probably with a one that most people would not consider I would guess. I'm going to go with Jesse Bates from the Falcons secondary. Not only is he the highest scoring defensive back overall this year, but what makes Bates my MVP is he is exceptionally consistent and he's elite in any format. When it comes to the consistency side of it, Bates has at least five combined tackles in 13 of 15 games with five or more solos in seven of the last nine. In most standard scoring systems, he has double-digit points in 10 games, including seven in a row leading up to title week. The fact that Bates is elite, regardless of format, might weigh the heaviest in my decision, though. If the league is tackle-heavy, he has 118 combined stops in 15 games, including 78 solos. Uh, the 78 solos are second only to Cameron Bynum among defensive backs. If it's a big plays you're looking for, he has three forced fumbles, six interceptions, and a touchdown on the season. In balanced leagues, he gives gave us the best of both worlds, dependable production with 18 or more points in five games. There's simply no weakness, and on any given week, the guy would win a game for you. Jesse Bates is my vote for Defensive Player of the Year for IDP Leagues. Jesse Bates, a fantastic selection at value. I think you're going to hear his name come up again later in this episode. But let's move to another Football Guys contributor and hear from the nicest guy in IDP. You know who it is, Kyle Bellyfuel, talking about a New Orleans edge rusher. Who do you got for us, Kyle? What's up, fellas? It's Kyle B. from the Football Guys calling in with my IDP MVP for this season. This year, I chose Carl Granderson, defensive end from the New Orleans Saints, as my IDP MVP. Before the season, Granderson was viewed by many as a value or sleeper who definitely woke up to provide us with some nice production. Let's take a look at the statistics. On the year, Granderson has logged 790 defensive snaps, good for a rock-solid 80% snap share. Production-wise, Granderson has tallied 73 tackles, 41 of the solo type, 13 tackles for loss, 8.5 sacks, and 19 quarterback hits. That production lands him as a DL-17 in IDP show scoring, and in football guy scoring, he is the current DE-10 and overall DL-11. With his 70-plus tackles to go along with his splash plays, Granderson hasn't left you looking at a goose egg in your lineup at all this season. Even better, 
is his strong finish as Granderson has notched a sack in each of his last three games. Granderson was entering a contract year when the season began, and his excellent play has landed him the bag to the tune of a four-year, $52 million extension. Hopefully, he helped you in your journey to secure the bag in your fantasy championships along the way. I hope everyone had a fun and successful 2023 season, and let's get ready for big things in 2024. Talk to you guys soon, and everybody take care. Carl Granderson, another excellent pick at value. Vastly outperformed his ADP, so a great selection there from Kyle. Sticking with football guys, let's go to Matt Montgomery, and he is going to be talking about a name we've heard already, one of the top linebackers in IDP, if not the top. Take it away, Matt. My name is Matthew Montgomery from footballguys.com, and my selection for IDP MVP this season is linebacker Foye Alukan from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Foyer has been an electric IDP from the moment he burst onto the scene in Atlanta a few years back, and this season is a continuation of him as the premier linebacker in all of fantasy football. He had his fourth straight season of 115-plus tackles, but he also contributed in passes defensed with five, including a pick six in Week 7. He amassed an astounding 160 total tackles this season and still has two weeks to go, and if he can come away with at least one sack in the next two weeks, he will have achieved his career high in that category as well. He is also still an ascending asset to your team at 28 years old and is showing dominance at the position that is rule-proof, meaning regardless of your scoring formats, Foyer will contribute to your team and in a big way. There were a lot of names to choose from when it comes to who deserves the title of most valuable, but I think you'll find it hard to determine anyone with the value of Foyer on either side of the ball in fantasy football. Some more love for Foye Aluakun, and it is very well-deserved. Next up, we have the former host of IDP Nation, Seahawks Dan on Twitter, Dan Cook. Take it away, Mr. Cook. Hey, this is Seahawks Dan 8, Dan Cook, formerly of the IDP Nation podcast. I want to wish the IDP show and its listeners a happy new year. And I've been asked to come up with my IDP MVP for the year. And when I look for an MVP for the year, I look for about four different things. Number one, consistency. They have to show up every week. Two, availability. If they aren't in your lineup, they're injured, they can't show up every week because they have some nagging injury all year. They're always questionable. You can't play them. So availability is my second criteria. The third, value. Where were you able to get this guy? There's some guys, Foyer, Aluakon, who... You know, probably one of the first two guys off. Zaire Franklin was probably one of the first couple guys off. TJ Watt was one of the first defensive ends drafted. Max Crosby. Those guys are all very good, definitely. But did you get them at a value? And then the last thing I look for is, did they produce in the playoffs? Because that's when you need them the most. And that's not a year-to-year stat you can necessarily measure from weeks 15, 16, 17. But my choice is a little off the grid, maybe. This guy, he produced pretty much all year long. You probably didn't have to draft him early because people don't really look at safeties. But my choice was Antoine Winfield. He pretty much filled up the stat sheet every week. He had 68 tackles going into week 17. He had five sacks, 12 passes defended. And in pretty much all of those metrics showed up. He was consistent. He was available. He had a couple down weeks in the middle of the season. But value where you got him. Playoff production was there, week 17 pending, and he was consistent, and he was on a lot of my teams, so he was an MVP for me. I I thought about going with my old favorite, Bobby Wagner, I think would be second in my voting as, I think, 
you probably didn't draft him in redraft very high with all these other choices, but my choice is Antoine Winfield of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you guys. Have a good new year. Good luck in your championships that may have or may not have uh, already happened and have a good one. Antoine Winfield Jr. with some more love there. Very well deserved. Sticking on that same team, one of our favorite listeners. He's definitely on that Mount Rushmore. Love this guy to death. He's even got a drop on the board where he needs you to call 911 because he doesn't feel well. It's Eric Harms with a linebacker that has been in your lineups for over a decade now. Who do we want to talk about, Eric? This is Eric Harms with my pick for 2023 IDP MVP. I looked at some defensive line players that had good years, but with more and more leagues using true position, I decided to go with a linebacker, as good linebackers have become more scarce in that format. I considered a few that were available later in drafts, like Alex Singleton at linebacker 27, Quincy Williams at linebacker 41, Uncle Bob Spillane at linebacker 55, and everybody needs an Uncle Bob, that solid guy that isn't super exciting, but still really fun to hang out with. I also considered Terrell Bernard at linebacker 69, and they all had great years. But I decided to go with Levante David, who was linebacker 29 and available in round seven in IDP-only drafts. He averaged 18.1 points per game this year and was extremely consistent all year, scoring less than 15 points only three times. He also went over 20 points seven times this year. Those other players I, I mentioned, Alex Singleton, Uncle Bob, and Quincy all scored less than 15 points nine times. And Terrell Bernard scored less than 15.6 times. Levante also rewarded managers in the playoffs with 25 points in Week 15 and 20 points in Week 16. He did miss Weeks 12 and 13, which gave me some pause, but hopefully managers were able to find solid replacements for him those weeks. And ultimately, his consistency and playoff performance earned him my nod for MVP. Happy New Year, everybody. Levante David, excellent choice. Great to see him still getting it done at his advanced age. Gives us hope for the other, you know, mid-30s washed-up dudes here that are involved with this show, myself included. So thank you so much, Eric, for that contribution. Let's go next to Scott Soltis, who is better known as Professor IDP. He writes the streaming defensive tackle article over on his website. So you might know who this next selection is going to be, but take it away, Scott. Hey, this is Scott Soltis, a.k.a. Professor IDP. And my selection for the 2023 Fantasy IDP MVP is Justin Matabike, defensive tackle, Baltimore Ravens. I have three reasons for selecting Matabike for this great honor. First, he definitely puts the value in most valuable player. He was overlooked in many drafts. Uh, one that I pulled up recently was the best ball tournament that the show is sponsoring. And he was drafted all the way in the 22nd round of that draft by me. So happy about that. But he was a great steal. Really in any format, any league I've been in this year that was redraft or a dynasty startup, he was going well behind all of the big defensive tackle names and many other defensive lineman names. So he definitely puts the value in most valuable player. Secondly, he is a top performer. There's lots of guys who outperform their draft position, but didn't crack the top 5, 10, 20 of overall players or in their position. He's not that. Depending on your scoring system, if you use defensive linemen instead of defensive tackle specific, he is somewhere between defensive linemen 10 and 20. If you use defensive tackle scoring, he is defensive tackle one or two in almost all scoring systems. If you look at just the past 
15 weeks. He is the clear defensive tackle one because he has only had one bad week. Uh, and my third criteria is for consistency. And he has been just that. His only bad week was all the way back in week two. Some IDP, especially defensive linemen, can get you 50% of their points across three weeks. And that's awesome for those three weeks and getting you three wins, hopefully. But the rest of the season, you're just left twisting in the wind. Matabike is not that. He has had one bad week in week two, one so-so week a while ago. But overall, he has been remarkably consistent from the defensive tackle position which is always rare and is particularly rare this year. So it's for those reasons that I believe Justin Matabike is deserving of the 2023 IDP MVP award. That's right. A third vote for Justin Matabike. Will he be the overall champ by total votes? You'll have to wait and see, but a great selection from Scott. Thank you so much for that contribution, buddy. Let's move to Joey the Tooth from Football Guys, and he is going to be talking about a safety we've heard discussed already. Take it away, Mr. Tooth. Hello, this is Joey the Tooth from Football Guys. I'm here with the IDP show to give you my IDP MVP this year. I'm going to go ahead and go with Jesse Bates of the Atlanta Falcons. I think going DB is a good choice here for my MVP at least because I always wait really late to draft my DBs. After last season's down season for Jesse Bates, it seems like a lot of people wrote him off even with a good landing spot in Atlanta. And the uh, best ball tourney with the IDP show, I was able to land him at DB 14 in the 10th round as my first draft pick. And he ended up being the number 19 overall IDP. So I think that's a unbelievable value. And to see somebody put up that many points you're getting in the 10th round, he was the Number two DB overall behind Antoine Winfield, and he ended up being 19th overall in total points. So Jesse Bates is my MVP this year, and uh, thank you all for listening. All right, some more love for Jesse Bates, and why not? He has been absolutely sensational this season. Next up is a man who needs no introduction, but he's going to get one. Anyway, it is Mikey Dubs, Mike Wellert of 4 for 4, talking up a certain DB you've heard quite a bit already, but it's time for another round of praise. Take it away, Mike. So we are winding down another fantasy season. My IDP MVP, I think I have to give it to Antoine Winfield, came up huge this season for his fantasy owners. This season, he averaged 0.26 fantasy points per snap, which is a pretty elite metric. That's basically a, a linebacker production. He had seven or more tackles in six of the last seven weeks. He produced an 11.2% tackle rate, and he had 12 or more fantasy points in eight straight games from week 10 on. And in the most important time of the season, from weeks 10 to 16, he had 19 or more fantasy points in the six straight games that led into the fantasy playoffs leading into the championship game. In addition to his tackles, he had four fumble recoveries, five forced fumbles, three interceptions, and he also added five sacks. If you had Antoine Winfield over these last several weeks, he probably carried you to your championship game. He went on a huge run. My IDP MVP is Antoine Winfield. So there you go. Antoine Winfield is the selection for Mike. So now we are going to wrap up our guests with Dynasty Trip of Football Guys with a name we haven't heard mentioned yet. So this is a fun one. Take it away, Trip. Hey, this is Trip from Football Guys. First, thanks to Josh 
Bobby and Adam for another great year at the IDP show. Congratulations to your growth and fantastic coverage and great team you're assembling. I appreciate the opportunity to contribute and always enjoy talking football with you guys. My IDP MVP for the 2023 season is Terrell Bernard of the Buffalo Bills. The linebacker wasn't named a starter until the conclusion of the preseason play, and he had been banged up all preseason as well. So it was not a foregone conclusion that he would even have the job. He replaced Tremaine Edmonds and did more statistically than Edmonds ever did in his five years in Buffalo. Bernard became an LB1 in football guy scoring, which leans tackle heavy, and big three scoring, which leans big play heavy, and became a player that you might have picked up right before the season started or drafted late in a deeper league and was a set-it-and-forget-it-starter started all season, performing at an LB1 rate the whole way. Hard to get much more value than that. Guys, I wish you a happy new year. Hope you had a great Christmas, and I look forward to talking to you in 2024. Thanks. Yes, Terrell Bernard won the job right before the season started. And if you were able to pick him up or like Evan Ronda, you were a believer and had him stashed on all of your dynasty squads and best ball teams, you were richly rewarded by his production this season. So now let's move into the big threes selections and kick things off with Bobo. And if you know anything about Bobo, you could probably see this selection coming from a mile away. But it's nice to have those kind of predictions at the start of the fantasy season that make you look like a genius come the end of the fantasy season. So with that in mind, take it away, Bobo. Hello, this is Bobby Reynolds from the IDP show. If you're a regular to the IDP show, then my 2023 IDP MVP should come at no surprise. But before I reveal who it is, I want us to go back to look a couple of seasons back. Prior to the 2022 season, this linebacker had only played in a handful of games in 2021, and while he did pop in week 15 of the 2021 season with 11 tackles on 96% of snaps, he was by no means a household name. Now, the 2022 offseason brought about the entrance of Bobby Wagner. My second-year heartthrob would remain just that, second banana to Bobby Wagner playing over 70% of the Rams snaps as the LB2 to Wagner racking up 114 tackles, four TFLs, and one interception on that playing time. But oh, how the 2023 season was going to hit different for this linebacker. This linebacker has 132 tackles through 16 weeks and four and a half sacks while still missing a game in week nine and playing injured through the middle of the 2023 season. Since the bye week, this linebacker is averaging 19 points per game in big three scoring, while giving your IDP squad 21, 24, and 28 points in weeks 14 through 16. He has 24 tackles and three sacks over those three weeks. He saved Christmas for us this year, and hip, he can get healthy from this illness He's going to do his best to save New Year's as well. Should be fairly easy to figure out who my favorite IDP linebacker is and that IDP Bob's 2023 IDP show MVP is Los Angeles Rams linebacker one, Ernest Jones. Yes, Ernest saved Christmas. He saved your season. And uh, depending on how this Sunday goes, he might save your championship hopes as well. So really awesome to see Ernie J put it all together for us IDP managers this season and very excited about what the future holds for him in Los Angeles. 
Next up, it is Addy with his selection, and he's going with the player he flag-planted before the season. You might see a theme here with the guys that we're selecting, but this player came through in ways that I think even the most optimistic managers could not have seen coming. Take it away, Addy. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Adam of the IDP Show. My IDP MVP is the 10-year vet Khalil Mack. Of course, it's Khalil Mack. What are we doing, guys? Out of the 75 IDP-only best ball drafts, we did this offseason. And remember, folks, these are drafts for money. You're not mocks or anything silly like that. These are for money drafts with really good drafters in them. Mac had an ADP of 85.1 going as the edge 34. So pretty much being drafted in the eighth round and as an edge three for most folks. Let's fast forward to now. Josh, if you would add like a, a fast forward soundbite right now. Khalil Mack is currently the edge four on the season with 62 tackles and 15 sacks. Those 15 sacks tie his career high, but it's not just the, the sacks and the tackles that are impressive. He also has eight passes defended, five forced fumbles, and 16 TFLs. And Adam, what about those PFF numbers that I know you're an absolute simp for. I wouldn't call myself a simp for anything, but yes, I, I do like PFF. And yes, those advanced metrics, they are off the charts per usual. Among all defenders, his 91.5 overall PFF grade ranks seventh and his 18% pass rush win rate ranks 15th. He has a 15.5% pressure rate this season, which is 15th best in the NFL. No matter how you want to slice it, this guy is still crushing it, still playing at an elite level. Khalil Mack is a great reminder that age isn't that big of a deal when we're talking about these high-level pass rushers. When a player shows you time and time and again that they're elite, believe them. Yes, Khalil Mack, what a revelation he was there in Los Angeles after a down year. For Khalil Mack, he explodes, goes nuclear with the IDP performance of the season, scoring north of 80 points by big three scoring and being one of the top five defensive linemen. Just a tremendous value in draft. So an excellent pick. That that Addy has quite the eye for talent. So thank you, baby. I'll wrap us up here with my selection, and it is, once again, a player that I talked up before the season. I didn't flag plan him, although I thought about it. Uh, he was one of the guys that was changing teams in the offseason, going from Indianapolis to New York. And I had high hopes for this player because I thought he was a little bit underutilized and overshadowed in Indy. And I extended him on my main dynasty squad. And Bobby Okereke really rewarded that faith and the faith of all those who plugged him into their lineups, drafted him this offseason. So he was, by our ADP, the LB8 now, he started the offseason a lot lower, down in that kind of late teens range, and then slowly rose up the ranks as the offseason went on. Now, as a Bobby O believer, I started to sweat a little bit like, oh gosh, can this guy actually justify this rising ADP? I mean, a top eight linebacker by ADP, you've got to nail this selection with an ADP of 31. That's like a mid third round pick. So you've really got to nail this because if you go DL, DL, and then Bobby O is your first linebacker, you could be in trouble unless you're sprinkling in a lot of those dual designation guys on sleeper. So, and going around the likes of Bobby Wagner, Quay Walker, 
Logan Wilson, TJ Edwards, Frankie Louvu, CJ Mosley, Drake Greenlaw, uh, Patrick Queen. This was some very established, well-respected company that Bobby O'Karake was keeping. But Bobby O put it all together this season, playing 100% of snaps for the Giants, the only linebacker this season to do so. He is currently, as we sit here on this Sunday, the last Sunday of the fantasy football regular season for most of us, he is sitting here as LB4 behind Foye Aluakun, Fred Warner, Quincy Williams, Bobby O there at number four, three points ahead of the next closest guy, J.O.K. at five. And the stats this season have been really nice as well. So Bobby O has 132 total tackles with two weeks left. That's just 17 off his career high last year in Indianapolis with 149. He has four forced fumbles and two interceptions. And his grades this year have been Fantastic as well, 81.7 overall, 84.4 in coverage. So just a great, great season from Bobby Okereke. And he's one of those players that wasn't exactly a value, but wasn't exactly one of the top three or four guys at his position either. For me, this was about really putting my name and backing behind a player who hadn't really proven it to this point and counting on him sort of like Ernest Jones to take that next step. So with Ernie J, with Bobby O, it's just really cool to see these players put it all together and this sort of IDP destiny come to fruition fully. And that's what we saw with both of those guys in 2023. So that's my selection, Bobby O'Karake of the New York Giants. Thank you again to everyone who participated in this episode. We seriously appreciate the thought and time that you put into crafting your selections, recording your clips, and sending those over to us. We love doing this episode every single season. It's a fantastic way to wrap up a fun year of fantasy football. So you will hear from us again here in about a week. We will have Jace Abbey doing the Week 18 rankings later this week. And then next week, we will be back with NFL Playoff IDP rankings, talking about those guys who are going to be the best bet for your playoff fantasy teams. This is a great format. It's actually probably my favorite way to play IDP because... It combines a little bit of a picks league, a little bit of a survivor pool, but also IDP. And it's just, it's such a short window of time that it's a little bit chaotic. So we'll be sending out both the rankings and some resources if you'd like to play in an NFL playoff fantasy league. They're so much fun. So like we've done the past few years, we'll talk through our favorite players for that format and then bring you all our favorite IDP bets for wild card weekend. We'll be doing IDP bets all throughout the NFL playoffs. And then at the end of January, we will turn the page over and start recapping and looking back on the year that was before we start spinning ahead to the year to come. Lots of big news and exciting announcements coming from the IDP show here very soon. So stay locked in with us. We're going to take care of y'all all year round. You know how this works. The show never stops. Uh, We will be going every week for all off season and then ramp it back up to start the 2024 season. So thank you all so much again. 
for making this the most successful year ever for the IDP show. We could not do this without your support. So thank you. And again, drop us your IDP MVP at the show.com as well. Look forward to seeing who you think is worthy of the MVP consideration. But enjoy the football today. Enjoy New Year's. And until next time, y'all take care and we'll see you soon.